Hello everyone, it's the girls and Chris. Happy New Week. So I couldn't release any um, episodes during the weekend because I was really, really um, occupied. I was so busy and I was so stressed. So I decided I was going to release today. Um, I hope your week has started well. I'm pretty sure it has and it will continue to be a very splendid week. And of course, as we're preparing for Christmas, I hope you remember what Christmas is about. It's not just about eating and all the festivities and all of that. It's to remind you of the birth of our Savior into the world. To remind you of all that he did for us when he chose to come down to the earth for our sakes. So today I will be talking to us. Of course, we know I'm still on the love series because we all know that as far as I'm concerned, love is the answer to all of our problems. So today I will be talking about love in the church. You know, there is this um, popular Bible story, the prodigal son. You know, I'm sure everyone knows the story of the rich man who had two sons. The youngest came, asked for his inheritance and went, swindled it and then came back asking for the position of a servant because he couldn't starve anymore. But then the father welcomed him with open arms and threw a big party for him, so to say. So, um... Most churches, when preaching this, it's mostly used to tell us about God's unconditional love and His forgiveness, His limitless forgiveness, and all of that. But the truth is, when Jesus told the story, He wasn't just trying to tell us about God, He was trying to tell us how we are all supposed to be. When you say or talk about love, what should come to your mind should be unconditional. Love should have no conditions at all. I mean, at all. I mean, Jesus Jesus said, um, it is said in the word of God that we should lay down our lives for our brethren. That is how it's supposed to be. Jesus gave us an example of that when he came and chose to die for us. Despite many things that was done to him on earth, he was beaten, he was insulted, he was fattened, he was stoned, he was chased. Yet, he still chose to go to the cross for our sakes. Now, that is unconditional love. But these days, we are being told that uh, love is supposed to have a limit or something. But actually, we are, that's, that's really wrong. That's the world's version of love. God's version of love is unconditional. It has no conditions attached to it. You don't love someone because of something they do for you or do to you. You love them regardless of what they do or do not do. That's just how love is supposed to be. It's it's something really deep. Most of the love that we have around us right now, or rather the idea of love we have around us is pretty shallow. Love is way too deep and too true for most humans to comprehend. So um in the church, you know, the church is is is, is like the body it's supposed to be the body of Christ, but then we see that there's a whole lot of divisions, there's a whole lot of troubles, there's a whole lot of who is wrong and who is right and all of that. And that is why God told us there is no point arguing, don't argue over silly things. If you believe this, stick to your belief. If you believe that, stick to your belief. Nobody is wrong and nobody is right in whatever sense. But he just doesn't want us bickering or fighting over such things stick to what you believe if your heart tells you that this thing is right fine you know don't go trying to spoil some other person's faith you know there are some people you see they go about arguing about things they will tell you no you're not supposed to wear trousers it's a sin to wear trousers you're telling someone who wears trousers so indirectly you're practically judging that person and telling that person because you're wearing trousers you're a sinner 
and that's very wrong if you don't feel comfortable wearing trousers let that be for you don't try to force your own moral beliefs on another person i think christians confuse their own moral and traditional beliefs with uh the bible what the word of god is saying we should do or what it says we should do and which is wrong it is very 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 wrong the word of god is 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 a lot more than do's and don'ts it's basically everything in god's word jesus summed up to love the neighbor as yourself and love the lord your god so in church we need to see a lot more love in church church is not supposed to be a place for holy people even jesus said that he said i didn't come for those who are holy he said do the sick i mean do do the healthy need doctors of course it's the sick people that need doctors church is meant for the sinners it's meant for those in the world those in the world should come to church and be changed that's what it's supposed to be but these days we even have people in the church who are backsliding because of one thing or the other that goes on in the church there's a whole lot of criticism, there's a lot of judgment in the church, and all of these things are very, very wrong. Now, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to act like I've always been like this. I, I was also once a kind of judgy person, you know. I always thought or saw myself better than people in some sort of way. But, you know, growing and reading and studying God's word, I realized that you are not better than anyone I mean, the fact that you are not committing the other person's sin doesn't mean you are better than that person. Sin is sin. Even the Bible says, he who breaks one sin is guilty of every single one of it. Even if you're saying, oh, I just tell little lies. That little lie that you're telling, once once you've done it, you've murdered, you've done, you've broken all the laws in the Bible. That's just the way it is. So don't say, oh, because I have one boyfriend and I'm sleeping with him and she's sleeping with different men for money and better than her. That's a very big lie. Until we start to think like this, only then can can we can we live at peace with one another. Only then can we truly love ourselves. You know. So um, in church, we 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 see there's a whole lot of drama in church. Sometimes I'm like, is it not better if I stayed in my house? But you know, they say do not neglect the congregation of saints. So of course we need to go to church. We need we need corporate worship aside from our individual worship. So um, a lot of things happen in church. You know, I'll just say this. Pastors, love your members. Mm-hmm. You know, Jesus, Jesus was the son of God. He came to die for us. He was a prophet. He was one of, he was the most supreme being on earth, right? But yet he chose to serve. So I think ministers need to understand that. As a minister, though, yes, people will serve you. You also need to learn that you are also meant to serve your congregation. My problem with most of our African pastors or pastors in general is that at some point they begin to make themselves into gods. You know, they feel like they can't do anything. Everybody should do stuff for them. They just carry themselves like semi or demigods and and which is very, very, very wrong. As a minister of God, you were called to serve you're supposed to be an embodiment of humility before your members and also you're not supposed to be a member that a a minister that gossips about your members you're not supposed to judge them or criticize them based on your own moral beliefs now say your church is a church that believes oh um we shouldn't eats meat or whatever laws that some churches have i really do not know and then someone comes into your church and this person 
wants to eat meat or something you don't need to judge the person you don't need to condemn that person or it's either you simply try to make the person understand why you say so and if the person doesn't agree it's left for the person to choose to stay or live in your church the church is just supposed to be a place of place of love you know people are supposed to come into the church and and feel lifted feel elevated in their spirits not supposed to come to it's not supposed to be a place where people come in and they feel like they're being judged or condemned or made to feel like the worst sinners when you yourself as a minister you're a sinner as well you know i i posted something on my whatsapp today i said until you attain the state of perfection in christ you will not truly understand what it means to love you will still keep judging and criticizing people and thinking that you are everything and when you are nothing christ called us to love that is all he ever asked us to do he said love because love answers every single thing if you love people you would not want to hurt them right love love is like the most powerful force on the planet love is the only thing that we need to change everything that is happening around us nothing more than love but the thing is humans are just too selfish we want to care for ourselves first before we care for another person recently um someone told me i should learn to care for myself more but i really i really try to you know i really try to be that kind of person i really try to not think about other people and just want to think about myself but it's just not in me i really don't know how to do that so when i see people are just selfish and self-centered and all about themselves i really just cannot relate because as christians we are supposed to love unconditionally regardless of what happens whether a member of the church leaves and maybe the person backslid and then the person comes back to church we are supposed to welcome that person with open arms not to further judge them and push them back into the world we are supposed to welcome them with open arms church is supposed to be like family church is supposed to be like a community we're supposed to stand in for each other you know i was thinking recently i said the the muslims have the sharia law to guide them and i'm wondering why we christians don't have that i mean we have all these um christian bodies and i'm like what do they do when we have issues between Christians, we take it to what? We take it to the world, um, the world system, court of law. When we should also have our own laws as Christians, which will be founded on the word of God. I mean, what is wrong with us? Why, why, why are we so much trying to be like those in the world? Christianity is not just a religion. It's not just a title. Christianity is is way more than that christianity is it's supposed to be a group of people who are bound together by their love in christ it's supposed to be like a community it's supposed to be like a family where we look out for each other where we love and forgive each other and pray for each other lift each other up that is what christianity should look like within the church i mean when we live like this as christians only then can those in the world see us and want to be like us but these days we just want we see people in the church emulating the world i mean i go into a church and i'm wondering am i in a church or in a club we want to make church fun our idea of fun is not supposed to be like that in the world trust me it's not supposed to be like that as it's supposed to be it's supposed to be something that that basically edifies our spirits you know i can step into a church and i feel like i didn't take anything from it 
all I was seeing was people having fun, 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 fun. There was nothing that made me feel like, oh, God is here. Like, like, like the word was just basic. Everything was just all entertainment, and there was nothing like feeling the hovering spirit of God in in, in the building. And I'm like, what's going on? Please, 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 and please, let us try to adjust ourselves. The church, Christians as a whole, the entire Christian body, let us let us do better. We're supposed to be role models. We are supposed to be role models. We have been called to love. So learn to love one another. If you love someone, you will not be gossiping about them in church. You would mind your business. If you see something wrong, if you see someone doing something wrong, you say a prayer for them. If you can't talk to them about it, you say a prayer for them. Like the church I'm attending right now, I might not fully like everything in the church, but sometimes when I see something wrong, I just say a small prayer in my in my heart for them, and I'm like, God, please help them solve this. That is how it's supposed to be. It's not for you to stay and talk, 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 gossip, 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 gossip. All of this is wrong. So please and please, I am begging us one more time. I need to see a lot more unity in the church. I need to see a lot more unity and love amongst Christians. Don't say because I'm a winner or I'm a redeemed or I'm a, or, or which other one, deeper life or whatever, means we cannot all come together. This is all wrong. We can all come together. Most of the confusion I feel like we have in the body of Christ is because people misinterpret the Bible. You know, they take it for what they think it is, or they take it from their moral sides, or they take it from their traditional beliefs or whatever, but they don't actually try to ask for interpretation from the Holy Spirit. If majority of the ministers we had amongst us did this, there would be no confusion. I guarantee you there would be no confusion at all. You know why? Because everyone is listening from one source. So let us try our best. Let us try our best to be role models to those in the world. So, till I come to you again next time, remember, I am still your girl, Chris, and I love you all. I really, really do love you all. And I really do pray for every single person in my life and those connected to them and those connected to those connected to them. So, I really just wish and pray that we all make it to heaven because that's like my greatest heart desire and that we are all able to replicate the kingdom of God here on earth. So, I love you guys. I love you so much. I love you so, so much. And Jesus loves you even more. So, have a blessed day. Have a blessed week. Till I come to you again next time. Ciao.